There we go. <clears throat> what up, what up, what up, good people? Welcome to another episode of the 710 Slickville Show. Uh-oh. I am your host, Jay Brown, a.k.a. Mr. 710. And I am back up in this thing once again. What's up, Mr. Myra? How you living in these streets, sir? Man, we got a dope show planned for y'all tonight. Well, I say we, but it's just going to be me today. Old True, Old True ain't feeling too well, so it's just going to be your boy. But, man, I got, like I said, I got a lot of stuff I didn't get a chance to talk about last week. And so, man, we're going we gonna, to we gonna hop on in here and get to it. Let me just make sure I get my Facebook audience rocking, get them going. Yes, sir, man. Can't wait to see you again, man. I hope you guys had a great Thanksgiving. We had a great and safe Thanksgiving, you know, a lot of healthy food with the family, but also, you know, a lot of time to reflect on, on those things that everybody want to be thankful for. Look, so on tonight's show, we're going to do since last week, as always, we also going to talk about some of these parenting failures. We also going to get into a little bit of um, my truth failures. I'm going to finish telling you guys a little bit about some of the stuff that happened on this cruise. Um, man, like I said, I got, it's going to be a jam-packed show, but we're going to get through this thing. I'm excited. I'm super excited. And so, like I said, man, we had a we had a great Thanksgiving over at the Brown household. Uh, my brother my brother came by. We had them kids. We had just got back from, from the cruise, and... You know, I had I had a thought on the cruise that um, Thanksgiving was coming too quick for all the food that we had just eaten, you know, the week before. Like, but it was good. I got a chance to hang with my brother. He got a, and he got a taste of them kids and they, and they full, they're full, they full spectrum. Like, he got all of it. Like, you guys hear the stories. But he got the real thing. Like, it's... Some of this stuff I wish I could just make up. I wish I could make up. If if I was able to make up some of the stuff that they do in real life... Yo, I would be... I'd be so rich. I would be so rich right now if I was able to make up some of the stuff that they do in real life. Like, even when it comes down to this, the most epic game of Uno that had been played. Like, I, I know in my mind, like, little buddy, little buddy be trying to cheat and whatnot, but, man, like, I, I, can't, I can't even go into all of it, but I put it to you like this. I had one card in my back pocket. That just in case, one card in my back pocket that I always that I kept, and as if they was hitting me with too many draw fours or skips or reverses back to them, go to bed. I stay threatening them with go to bed. That's my favorite. That's my favorite card to play is go to bed. I don't care what time it is. Go to bed. It, look, it, it does not matter. Go to bed. And so, speaking about threatening kids, like the boy, the boy brought home, boy brought home an all white Rubik's cube. Now, for anybody that follows me on Facebook or friends me on Facebook, they've seen the picture of this all white Rubik's cube. And my man brought it up to me and he was like, hey, Mr. Jason, do you want to watch me solve this Rubik's Cube? No, I don't. I don't want to watch you solve no all white Rubik's Cube. You know what? It looks solved already. It's already solved. And so he picks it up and he twists it around and 
There's nothing exciting about that. Like I, I felt like I felt like I was watching that that two or three year old that wanted to watch you do that spinning jump. Watch them do that spin jump. Like nobody wants to see you. Like I'm, I'm good. What's up, E? I'm good on watching that. Like I could think of. 3,826,371 things I'd rather do than to watch you what's up please than to watch you work on an all white Rubik's Cube how about how about I put some colors on that and then we'll and then I'll let you solve it and he turns to me and he's like well Mr. Jason if you put colors on it it'd be impossible but what would you rather do didn't watch me solve this all white Rubik's cube. Don't you don't you don't don't ask me that. Don't ask me that. No, for real, what? I'd rather send you to bed than watch you work on an all white Rubik's cube. <laughs> nah, nah, I'm good. I'm good. Uh, I, I, you don't have to watch me. Hey, I'm I'm serious. I threaten them with sleep all day. It could be 10 a.m. It could be 3 p.m. I don't care if it's the sun just went down or it just came up. You can go to bed. Everything you do when you when you're doing something I don't like, it, it look like you acting sleepy. I don't know what he's trying to solve. It's an all white Rubik's cube. I don't know. I don't even see it on the table. I would have Ned get it, but it's an all-white Rubik's Cube. No, no colors on it at all. And I'll tell y'all, so y'all don't think I'm abusing this kid. Like, most of the time, I never really sit in the bed. Until this past week. I had to get him. I had to get him. I planted a peach tree out in the yard about a year ago. About a year, about... Like, probably about 15, 16 months ago. I was proud of this tree. It took work for me to get this tree down into that ground. I don't know if anybody's ever dug something. If they've actually ever dug a hole. But digging ain't easy. Having to dig about, you know, four feet down in order to get the tree down. Or three feet. It's probably about three feet. That ain't that ain't that ain't the business. That ain't that ain't easy. I was proud of my little tree. Put the little mulch around it. Had the little the little stick in there to make sure it grew up straight. Well, my man's had gotten in trouble for lying about something earlier in the week, and um, so we sent him outside. We sent him outside, and because he couldn't play with any electronic stuff. No electronics. You can go outside and play all day. Go outside and play. Do what you do. And of course, like a little boy, playing in the dirt, playing in the grass, found some sticks and was hitting trees with sticks. Which we stay on we live on three acres. There's plenty of grass, there's plenty of trees. I got all kind of footballs and basketballs and soccer balls and frisbees to throw around. But he chose to go find a couple sticks and was hitting trees. No problem. What up, bro? No problem at all. I would go out there and check on him periodically just because I don't trust him just yet. He's still new. He's still new in these streets. So, you know, go out there and check on him. He wasn't doing nothing. All right, cool. Now, let me rewind a little bit. Probably about four months ago, we have we have all kind of wildlife, deer and rabbits and all kind of stuff run through our yard. We had about six or seven deer in our backyard, and it was, and about three of them was eating on my tree. It was eating stuff off of my tree. Like they was out there raping and pillaging my tree. I felt some kind of way. Normally, I let them hang out out there. This day, 
I let my dog go out and bark a little bit. I, I was pissed off. I felt like the father from Get Out when he had his little when he had his little monologue about about the deer and how he hated deer, even though he was talking about black people. Um, I, I, I temporarily felt like that about deer, like for real. He was chewing on my tree. What up, Twanji? But when I tell you, I looked out in that backyard. And that little boy was out there with his sticks and he was whap, whap, whap on my peach tree. I couldn't get off the couch fast enough. No, I'm like, no, he, no, no, he, no, he didn't. Next thing you know, he karate kicks it and now he's standing on my tree. This Negro is Standing on my tree. I I don't remember ever being that mad at him. Like I've been mad at him for some stuff, but and and from the distance, it might not have been my. It might not have been. What up, Jen? It could have been the stick. From the distance, I was I was praying that he had kicked the stick down. Because when I've been out, I would go out, I hit trees, I would kick down, kick dandelions and all that stuff. Like nobody had to tell me not to trash people's flower beds or walk in flower beds, anything like that. And that might have been part of my that's that's my fault. I didn't think I had to tell him that you can that you can hit, kick, and throw and stump down all of these other hundreds of trees that's on this property, all around this house. It's a hundred trees, two hundred trees on this property. Don't mess with that one. That one. And as parents, we make we all make the same mistake. We all make the same mistake. We ask the question, what were you doing? Because unfortunately, with unpredictable kids, you are going to hate the answer. You hate the answer every time. You hate the answer that you know he going to give. I was tearing down that tree. I be trying not to. I be trying. <laughs> I be trying. Not, I be trying not to call them. I be trying not to call them out their names. I was so pissed off. And the tree in the garden to eat him, but that one. Don't. Not that one. Any but not that one. Hey man, bring your ass to this house. You know what? As a matter of fact, go to bed. Go to bed. Take your ass to bed. It was three o'clock. Go upstairs and take a nap. You need you need some sleep, boy. You tired? I ain't I ain't sent him. To, I ain't made him take a nap. And, and all this time, he, he's been needed one. And part of that might have been my fault. I didn't give him all the rules. But damn. Damn. Like, come on, man. You don't tear my tree. I went, I went outside and picked it up. I was like, my, my poultry. My poultry. I had to get him out of my face. Naya asked what was wrong with me, and I couldn't even talk to her right then, because whatever I was going to say wasn't going to come out right. 
Now I got to thinking like, damn, I got to give out all the rules. But they tell us in foster parent training, you don't want to hit these kids with all the rules right away. Tearing down trees was never in my thought process to tell a kid not to do while they was outside. What's up, Pops? But I'm glad Pops came in because we... I was having a conversation with my dad one day and we were talking about for some reason we had a, we were talking about all the rules that they get put into place for whatever reason in, in any given place and while we were in Belize while we were in Belize we were we went to like the little cave the little cave expedition or excursion that we went to we passed this sign and it had about 11 rules on there and you would think like, man, they got rules. And most of the rules are pretty self-explanatory. Like, don't tear up stuff. Don't, you know, you you need to, if you're taking professional pictures, you need some kind of license or you probably got to pay a fee. Um, just, just the basic stuff that you should not do when you go to, like, nature preservations. The last rule was strictly... But music is strictly prohibited. And I was confused. I was like, wait. Why? We can't play music out here? Like, we outside. This is this is outside. Like, I can't listen to Money Back Yo out here? Okay. Not, not in the Belize caves. In the Belizean caves, you cannot listen to Money Back Yo. I was thinking like, yo, it would be cool to listen to Al Green, Marvin Gaye, Moneybag, yo, or whoever, while I'm in this cave, in this little, and on this tube, just, whoosh. the acoustics might have been dope. And I asked the guy, I was like, so, not that I had like a boom box, it was just going to be on my phone. And I asked our tour guide, I said, hey, my man, so... Why can't we listen to music? Like, I, I saw on the sign that said music is strictly prohibited. And he mentioned that the vibrations. The vibrations would cause issues and mess up the preservation. And at that point, I had been doing, I had been doing like so much talking. I was cracking jokes and laughing all big and loud and whatnot. And I got scared. I was like, shit, I let me let me quiet down. I didn't know this was supposed to be a a silent excursion. This is I, I should I should have been quiet. Like I don't want this whole cave to come down on us because I want to listen to Money Bag Yo or crack a joke or two. That 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 had me nervous, but. They probably had to put that rule in at number 11. It was the last rule. Because somebody came in there, probably one of my cousins, bumping their music all loud in the cave. And they had to be like, uh, excuse me, my friend, uh, no, no music, please. I don't know. But now, I mean, now I got to make sure I say every rule, every single rule, because otherwise, for him, ignorance is bliss. I did not know. Like, I almost felt like I couldn't be, I was mad as hell, but I couldn't be like super mad as hell, because he didn't know. He probably used to tearing up trees wherever it was that he came from. Come on, man. Like, and you know what? Overall, overall, I'm going to get off that before I get mad again. Overall, Mexico and Belize and everything, now it was all dope. The one thing I did not like, I did not like the way the prices look. Now, of course, they use pesos. I think they use pesos. And we use dollars. 
But on their signs, all of their signs says they got they got what looks to be a dollar sign. I don't like that. It's too close. It's way too close. And so we, my, my wife and I, we had to get on some, somebody's Wi-Fi. And so we went to this place called Banana and Company. Um, it was like a little uh, coffee, frappe, cappuccino spot. He's going to get something real small in order to, in order to use their Wi-Fi. Now, I felt like I didn't have to necessarily get anything just because... I mean, if she bought something, I should, we could share it, and we both could use their Wi-Fi. Because there wasn't nobody else in there. Whatever, Dana. But I looked at the prices, and what what almost got me off of getting anything in the first place was that they had a uh, their prices. I didn't like the way the prices looked. It looked like $81 for Oreo Frappe. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I think that's how you say it. Frappe? Frapp? $81? $81? And they all... No, 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 no. It's not $81. Well, how much is it? How much is it in in dollars? Because all I see is 81 up here. No, it's not going to be $81 when you run your card. It just say 81 on this sign. I don't like that sign. I need need some conversion. What up, Mark? I need some conversions. It almost takes me back to when we went to we went to a chocolate demonstration. Now, one thing I ain't like about this chocolate demonstration was it didn't seem real. Well, two things: it didn't seem real, and it was a whole lot of flies. <laughs> it was a whole lot of flies. Like they brought this little girl in here; she was all dressed up in, in her uh, in her traditional outfit and they gave her a little rolling pin gave her some oil and, and some beans but she ain't smashed no beans she just rolled this this brown stuff that was already on this uh, table already and they was like this is this is choco this is chocolate this, this is the authentic Mexican chocolate and they went through it and they had different, they had different, uh, I felt like I had seen this before, but they had the different flavors, like chili pepper and chili pepper chocolate and regular chocolate and milk chocolate and dark chocolate. And and the girl, like, they, you know, they got to the end of the presentation and they was like, here, you can sample some. And in my mind, I'm like, wait. You want us to sample the stuff that the flies was on? Well, hell, you know, I'm out here fighting Kobe. It ain't nothing a little fly. Ain't gonna hurt. Boom. I got my vax. Boom. Got me a little piece. And it was like, alright, so if you guys like this, we got something that's packaged already for $8. Now, the $8 package was the size of a Kit Kat. And I'm like, is this $8 like the fake $8 like the pesos? Is it, or is this the real $8 like dollars dollars? Like, I don't, I, I, like, are you for real for real? Or are you like for play play? I'm trying to figure this out. Like, is the, does this package chocolate got the fly seasoning on it like this one? Cause the the fly seasoning was dope. I might be sick later, but the fly seasoning, you know that, that, that ain't too bad. Not too bad. Hey man, I ain't getting none. A comedian that w- that was on the tour with us, uh, comedian Vince Taylor, he dope. He out of St. Louis. Uh, he bought some. 
When you're rich, you can do stuff like that. But when I tell you, we tried a lot of new things on that while we was on that cruise. You know, chocolate with fly seasoning, um, zip lining, cave tubing that we couldn't listen to music on. We even attended an art auction. Have y'all ever been to an art auction? Like a, a, a real, a real art auction. Because let me tell you, a real, a real art auction, that's different. Like my wife and I, we walked around the gallery and we were liking pictures. We were liking pictures. We were double tapping them joints, but they ain't had no prices on it. Double tap them pictures, double tap that artwork. And in my mind, you know, we kind of had a, I had a, I had what I thought was the price on what these on what this artwork would be, but this was art art. It was real art. It wasn't no outside the gas station art. It wasn't the one that that Jeff from up the street was making. And this lady approached us about this one picture that we double tap. Pop pop. We like this one right here. And I was thinking in my mind. In my mind, on the high end, it was going to be, she was going to say, oh, it's about $300, three, $400. Mm-mm. Go ahead and put some prices in there that y'all think that this price, that this, uh, this artwork was going to be. Because I'm going to tell you right now, this ain't no, it ain't no Hobby Lobby. It wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't fifty nine dollars on Hobby Lobby. Go ahead and drop some prices in there right quick. This was, this was real artwork from Jean Plefleur, Chapat. And that lady, she went and pulled up her little tablet, and she was like, "Oh, this is a beautiful picture right here." This is, this is great artwork. Oh my gosh, you guys are really like this. Is there a particular room you're thinking about putting this in? Okay. And so, you guys are in luck. You guys are really in luck. So, normally, this artwork right now is going, is going for, if you just wanted to purchase it outright, it's a... Uh, $1,928. God damn, what? Okay, so what's the good news? Okay, so because we're on this, because you're on this cruise with Carnival and you're here, we can knock $600 off of it for you. You know what? I'm going to be generous. We're going to knock $700 off of it and you can just get it for Twelve hundred and twenty-eight dollars. What? Oh, twelve hundred and twenty-eight dollars. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, hell no! Oh, oh, oh. Not gonna be able to do it. <laughs> hey, hey, you know what? You know what? Actually, hold this one. Hold this one. We're going to walk around a little bit more and see if we can find one. See if we can find one for a little less than that. Listen, let me tell you all this. If I spend $1,900 on some painting right now, I would move my TV and put that artwork up there. And for everybody that came over to my house, You'll be watching that artwork. Do nothing. I give you a 30-minute presentation when you got to the house. But that's all we gonna look at is this artwork. You be like, Jay, is the game on? Can you see it in this artwork? Because this is what we watching. We gonna watch this painting. That painting is $1,900. Shit. Shit. 
when I tell you that this was a real auction, we just walked in there. We walked in there on on some. We gonna get a little free champagne, little tip, little mosa tip. This auction was for for real. Like they started the bidding on the first painting. Hold on. Like they it wasn't nothing in the two hundreds. It wasn't nothing really in the four hundreds. The the picture in the four hundreds wasn't no bigger than my cell phone. I ain't doing that. They started, they brought out the first picture. The first artwork. And my man said, we will start the bidding at $16,000. Got $16,000. So you you going up from there. Like, I, you going up. Like, we, we need to, let's start at, let's start at $400. And, and get up to sixteen thousand. Y'all going y'all starting it the wrong way. Yeah, there there were some people. There was some people we met these folks. They bought a picture for they bought they bought one of them joints. I think one of one of the thirteen thousand dollars joints got sold. And then somebody one of one of the people that we met, they bought something that was like like three thousand dollars. They was like, "Yep, yeah. they put they they put their little thing up." I was like, "Well, damn, show out then, cut up, dick." Oh y'all, y'all, no, we not we not gonna be. That's not gonna go with our color scheme. We don't like that one. Mm-mm. So we <laughs> we kind of failed at auctioning. Like we we was not we were not ready. We we gonna be ready next time. We gonna be ready next time. I um you know what? <laughs> I almost expected my wife to be asleep by now, but since she not, she get a chance to hear herself getting roasted for the next about ten minutes. So we we have failed at auctioning. And I gotta t- I gotta tell y'all real quick about this uh, about this cruise director. So we had this cruise director. His name was Dion, and Dion was fabulous in the grandest of ways. And when I tell you he was fabulous in the grandest of ways, it's he was fabulous in the way that my man's ended every announcement and every appearance. With Heidi Ho, gotta go. That was that was it. This is Dion, your cruise director, and Heidi Ho, gotta go. That was that was his that was his joint. Every time. <laughs> and so my man's energy was clearly on. What up, Tarsh? My man's energy was clearly on the Richard Simmons side of the game. Like he was, he was super energetic. Now I'm cool. I was cool with all of that. The only thing I did, I wasn't cool with, was my man's pants was way too tight. Like every, all his bottoms was way too tight. Like super, super tight. It was, it was inappropriate to say the least. For it to be on a family cruise. But my man was out there leading the group dance. Like he was, he was, he had his whole, like, I wanna see he had his whole little Richard Simmons leotard on that that night. It might have been some shorts, but just know them joints was tight. And he was leading the group dance. And my wife was like, come on, Jason, let's go. No. Listen, I know I know my I know my limits. I know my limits. Not that I can't dance. I had about 14 drinks already. I'm good. Let me just I'm gonna hang out over here. 
you you can go ahead and dance. And she went out there and he was doing all his I'm a maniac, maniac, that's for sure. Like he was he was really he was really getting out there and she got out there and and she was dancing. One minute thirty-seven seconds later. She was back over there standing by me like damn. Dude, he he doing too much. I'm gonna get back out there. They they put on like one of them new shuffles or something like that, and she went back out there. But he changed up the steps. Twelve seconds later, she was right back over there by me, like, shit. I shouldn't have went back out there. I shouldn't have went back out there. Hey, hey. I told you. I told you. Girl, you. Come on over here and hang out by me. I know my limits. I know my limits. That was a super fail. That was a super fail, but that was... I told her I was going to get her for that one. I told her I was going to get her. She had to go take a nap behind that. But I fails. Our fails didn't, our fails from the cruise seemed to follow us back home. And when I tell you, like, dealing with these kids, dealing with these kids always make us seem like we're failing as parents. Like, and it and it's one of the most frustrating feelings. But at the same time, like, there are things that we we know what we got into. We know what we got into when we signed up to be foster parents. And we find ourselves constantly fussing about them, you know, being nice to each other and whatnot. And some of the words that they use. And, and for Thanksgiving, I I went and got some turkey wings. It was a lot of legs and I didn't want to do a whole bird. And so we, we get the, I get the turkey wings and, and the boy is like, they're having a conversation like, those turkey wings are huge, Mr. Jason. And my wife was like, yeah, they're big like your head. And the boy turns around and was like, no, they're big like her body. Which, you know, the girl that we have. Now, the girl is a little, she's a little on the chubby side. But we, we working on it. We working on it. But we, we don't allow all of that all that body shaming and stuff like that. And my wife instantly gets pissed off and she's like, her body is not, is not to be the butt of your jokes and your, and, and fodder. I'm standing in the kitchen like, what the hell is fodder? I don't know that word. Shit, she got me with that one. Fodder. I'm gonna have to look that up. Like, I gotta, I'm gonna ask her when she come in here. Like, what's fodder? She, she's clearly the reader out of the two of us. She was like, she came in there and she was like, uh, I was fussing at him and I used fodder and I had to think that he didn't know that word. I was like, shit, I didn't either. Like, you using words that I didn't even know. Like, damn. Like, I would have been confused. Let alone him being confused. Like, that that was... That was that was a... That was a word that I wouldn't play on Scrabble. Like, you, you hit me with... You... F- fodder? Like, I was, I was really... I was really confused. I was like, hey, baby, you... See, I know we trying to help them out. But you got to use words that they know. So that, so that they not, so that they they know what you what you fussing about. You got to keep it real basic, so you know what they fussing about. See, these are still kids that use words like worser and gooder, and this that's a that's a problem. That is a that is a whole problem. You can't. And, and when I said fodder. I need y'all to be honest. 
Did y'all know what I was talking about? Y'all know what fodder means? Can, can anybody can anybody spell fodder right now without looking it up? All y'all, all y'all autocorrect is going crazy right now. I already know it. <laughs> so when we talk about you know, we, we have to constantly stay on them about, you know, not, you know, the boy not body shaming the girl or the, or the girl not talking about how not smart the boy is. Because they, they almost, they almost in the same boat. They almost in the same boat. And so, like, some of the, like I said, some of this stuff I can't, I can't make up. And we were sitting in the kitchen one day, and um, I was sitting in there, I was talking to the girl, and she was like, we, we were having a staring contest. Now, with the staring contest, even though I'm one of those people that I don't, I don't like a whole lot of random eye contact, I can have a scan, staring contest with somebody. And sometimes I have staring contests with my dogs, just just so that they know. Don't be eyeballing me. Don't be eyeballing me. I ain't ain't going. And so she was like, I should have a staring contest with Pebbles. And that's the middle dog. (laughs) I hate you. (laughs) <laughs> and I was like you should have a staring contest you should have a staring contest not with Pebbles do it with Snoopy he's better now I said do it with Snoopy he's the one that you should challenge and she was like why? Cause he gooder? Excuse me? I don't I don't understand. I don't understand that. I don't understand that. Let let's try that again. No, he said, is he gooder than Pebbles? Well hold. wait. Let's No, let's do that. Try that one more time. Are he gooder than Pebbles? Girl. Girl, we we ain't doing that one. We, 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 We will not. We will not talk like that in this house. I, I, we... We will not have we will not have that type of language in this house. No no ma'am. And she tells me, I was like, you need to you need to go back to is. Take out gooder. Let's get rid of gooder and use better. And she said, uh-uh, I don't like that. I'm confused. You know what? I'm, I'm doing something wrong. I feel like I'm doing something wrong. Cause I'm like, why? Why don't that make sense? I need, I need that to make sense. Help me. Help me. I need it to make sense. And then my, my little man, little man is constantly, he's constantly wanting to. Like his his favorite word, his favorite word is worser. I I don't I don't know why, I don't know why his favorite word is worser. He loves, he loves worser. Mister Jason, am I gonna get in trouble worser if I don't be honest, or if I? Do be honest. 
first of all, you're going to keep getting in trouble. if you, You're not going to be in trouble, but if I had to keep telling you not to say worse, you're going to be in trouble. I, I don't I don't like worser. Let's let's get rid of worser altogether. Can can we can we just get rid of worser? Like that that would make me really happy. Well, okay. Like five minutes later, he'd be like, Mister Jason, I didn't have a worser day today than I did yesterday, bro. Come on, man. This is, is this what we gonna keep doing? You gonna you gonna keep you gonna keep saying worser? Bruh. I don't like it. I don't like it. I was like, the only things you gonna continue to get in trouble with is about being about being honest. And you know what? Speaking of honesty, like I did, I did a show. I did a show probably about a year ago, and I, I think I want to revisit it um, at some point. And I asked, I asked the question like, "How honest? How honest are you?" And I got about about twelve minutes left, so I can get into the story a little bit. And how how honest? How honest are you? Like, I I call myself I call myself trying to be as as honest as I can be, right? And so with the kids, I tell the kids like, kids, I don't lie to y'all because y'all can't whoop me. I'm not worried about getting in trouble from y'all, so I don't have to lie to you, right? I can just I can just be honest with you about anything that I want you to know because I'm not worried about you whooping me I'm not worried about you being mad about anything that I got to tell you because you can't beat my ass you're welcome and then I got to thinking like yes I as an adult like when I call myself trying to get to a point where I'm I'm not gonna lie um I didn't I had to reconcile if I meant all deceitful acts like sneaking candy into movies and, and stuff like that or do you have XYZ in your luggage and so the lay I, I bought some liquor at one of the ports I kept the bottle and I had a chance to just bring a bottle on board by just walking past the checkpoint. I could have easily walked past the checkpoint. I should have just walked past the checkpoint with my bottle. I should have. And I didn't. I didn't. I did the honest thing. I did what was right. And I waited and I checked my I checked my that one bottle. Not the one I, I snuck on, but the one that I, I checked one and I snuck one. I should have snuck them both and I'm mad that I didn't. Cause I felt good at the time that I actually checked it. I was like, alright. I am being honest. Mr. 710 out here on the honesty side of the game. At least halfway. Half. 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 But I ended up when it was time for us to get off the cruise they lost the bottle that I checked. They sent us to the wrong room. And at that point it was all bad. I felt like I shouldn't have checked that bottle. I shouldn't have checked that bottle. I should have 
snuck that bottle on. Now the bad part, let me tell you. You know, they bring you the bottle the last night of the cruise. Usually about 7 or 8 o'clock. They usually bring it up to your room. Not thinking that they're going to lose a whole lot of money if you end up cracking that thing. You know, trying to get it in before you get off. It's sad to say, I I finished, I finished two bottles in six days. So I did not remember the bottle that I checked. I knew what it wasn't. I did not know what it was. What up, cuz? I knew what it wasn't. I did not remember what it was. And so, I knew I was expecting a bottle to be delivered to my room. And the day that I got ready to get off the cruise... There was this mad scramble. I go down to the, the guest services and I'm like, listen, I did not get a bottle sent to my room like I like I ordered. Where where is my where's my bottle? And it was like, do you remember what it was? Whiskey. You remember the brand? No. What's up, Jazz? It was whiskey. And it was like, do you remember the size? I'm sure it was a fifth. But you don't remember the brand? No. I bought two bottles. It was like, but I only see one. No, I bought two bottles. I drank one before I got back on the boat. One lie. Because now she was going to be looking for the second one. Drink one. But I checked. I checked the, the other one. It was the fifth. I remember that. It was whiskey. She brings up this bottle of some military brand liquor. I don't know. I don't even. I don't even know what the. Where they even found this bottle at. But it was the worst looking bottle of liquor that I had ever seen. And it was in a plastic bottle, which, you know, my bougie side is like, no, nah, I wouldn't have bought that. I wouldn't have bought that. Mm-mm. That's not it. I was like, are you sure? Now, this was a liter. And I'm pretty sure that that bottle of liquor would have uh, put some hair on my chest. Some more. I'm looking up what this military whiskey was, and it don't it don't even come up. It don't even come up on the first page of Google. Not that I know the name, but I just put in military whiskey because I know the military is the the big name on the uh, on the bottle. Yeah, I have no idea. I have no idea what this name is, but. When I tell you, I'm, I'm sure it was cheap. Like I said, it came in a plastic bottle. And I don't, I don't buy nothing that come in a plastic bottle no more. Shout out to bougie, bougie whiskey drinkers. But when I tell you, I, I stood down there for about 30 minutes trying to figure out what this bottle. They finally brought my bottle to me. And I was like, they told me when it, when it was like, hey. You got to pay a tax, a tax for Texas, an import tax at Texas. So that, uh, you know, this is whatever Texas does. Stupid. It's stupid. I mean, I'm going to start there. That's It's real dumb. I ain't like it. As we getting off the boat, I, I get back to my room, pack my stuff. I grabbed the sheet of paper and they're not scanning our bags on the way out. I'm walking through and I get to the I I should have I should have walked right past that lady. She's like, did you get you got any liquor or alcohol that you bought on the cruise? And I was like, yeah. I'm gonna pay this little raggedy tax. It's three dollars and fifty cents. Yeah. Got something. I should have. I should have lied. 
I should have lied. But I stopped. I stopped. And she was like, okay. Well, I got one bottle. So I got to be $3.50. I go to pull out my card. And they don't take cards. Our internet's down, sir. You're going to have to pay with cash. I don't have cash. I, I used all of it on tips. I ain't got no cash. Well, you have to leave your bags here and you got to go to a go to an ATM. Over there, across the bridge, across the street. Why is your internet not working? The sun is shining. What kind of what kind of Rudy Pooh situation y'all got up here that y'all not taking cards? And you know this lady, I'm talking about, I cussed her big back, nappy back of the neck ass out all the way like I was just walking like I know this big bear built mother lover ain't gonna charge me up over some damn $3.50 that she ain't even gonna be able to put in her pocket she need to cause I ain't like none of her little BDBs or her big old back I swear she get on my nerves like I was I was cussing I was cussing in the worst kind of way Like, I was in such a bad mood that I, I stopped I stopped some police officers. And I asked them, I was like, hey, man, any one of y'all got some cash on you? you two white dudes. Any one of y'all got some cash on you? I will I will cash up you $5 so that you can give me $3.50. Because this raggedy, big back, bare built, nappy back of the head chick will not let me leave this this port area over $3.50 and they they felt some kind of way like my man's went in and he was like let me see if I can get some change man I was like if you only got a 20 man I, I'll send you $20.50 or something like that so that so that you don't so you're not losing no money with this with the cash app fee like, I promise, I got you. But that big back bear built, I don't even want, I ain't gonna talk about it no more because I'm, I'm still, I'm, I done got hot. I got a whole attitude right now thinking about that. I was, I was mad in a different kind of way. What up, True? I was mad in a different kind of way. Cause she was she was legit charging me up over three dollars and fifty cents. Ho, now nah, just play. <laughs> I don't like her. I don't like her. I don't, like I was like I don't. She one of those people I don't like for trying to do her job too good. Little bust, little buster. But anyway, like I said, man, though I, I, though I should, I felt like I should have lied. That's a truth fail. That was a truth fail. Like I should have, I felt like I should have lied and I didn't. And I didn't. I could, I could have been gone. No stress. I wouldn't even have thought twice about that lie. Oh, ain't got nothing in there. Keep it moving. I be trying to be truthful because I feel like if I'm truthful, some good stuff will happen. Lesson learned. Hey, you get off them cruises, you better lie. Lie about the cigars you bought. 
lie about the bottles of liquor that you got because you never know if you're running to some big back bear built nappy back of the head security guard that's out here trying to do her job too good trying to ruin your day she ain't gonna get fired for letting me slide by for $3.50 I'm cool yo man let me get on about this thing Hey, I appreciate everybody for tuning in, everybody that jumped in and said what's up. Uh, yo, I hope everybody had a great Thanksgiving. RIP to my cousin Dusty. It's been 11 years, but we miss you, cuz, man. We miss you in a different kind of way. Um, but, guys, if you're not following the my t-shirt page, the 710 Print Shop, I got all kinds of new stuff I'm getting ready to put up. You know, I'm going to have a post Cyber Monday sale. I wanted all that other nonsense to get done. But I'm gonna do a sale next week. Um so that y'all can go ahead and get some get some get some custom apparel. Also, for any of your real estate needs, go ahead and follow JH Brown, the realtor. Uh, on Instagram, Facebook, and listen. Until next week, good people. I hope True Star feeling better. She may be back. If she not, uh y'all send some prayers her way. But the next time, y'all be safe out in these streets. We out.